0: listening to a Sheazey's podcast.
1: Tena koutou katoa. It's Thursday the 22nd of July and you're listening to Recap.
0: Today some of the big players in the local energy sector have a big plan for Southland.
1: Tesla links up with Australian company BHP.
0: And we've got the latest earnings results from Johnson & Johnson.
1: Nice stuff. Welcome to Recap. I'm Jose Barbosa. I am a content producer here at Sharesies.
0: And I'm Alice Roundtree. I'm a financial analyst also here at Sharesies. We're here to recap some of the events shaping the share markets today so that you can be a more informed investor in around about 10 minutes.
1: We are broadcasting from Sharesies, a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation.
0: I'm keen to get started, but please first, consider the
1: following. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with.
0: Any information we provide is general only and current at the time.
1: Please speak to a licensed financial advice provider for advice specific to your financial situation.
0: Cool, thanks for that Jose. So what's our first story?
1: Well, there's a bit of an eye-raising story from the energy sector today, Alice. Two local power companies, Meridian Energy and Contact Energy, both publicly listed. Uh, They came out today together and said that they are keen to build the world's biggest green hydrogen power plant in Southland.
0: Okay, so, so I've heard about the idea of using hydrogen batteries in electric cars, but what is green hydrogen?
1: Yeah, so what you're talking about, the way that works, um, you have fuel cells that release uh, hydrogen and oxygen together and that reaction creates electricity um, and the, 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 the kind of good thing about hydrogen um, from an environmental point of view is that the only sort of emissions from that is water vapour um, and that's kind of basically how a hydrogen plant works but on a much bigger scale and the electricity produced from that reaction is then stored in huge batteries. But there is a problem
0: okay so let me guess um, it's how do you produce the, the hydrogen
1: exactly exactly right alice there are all sorts of methods about uh, for creating hydrogen gas uh, you can create it from coal, uh from gold, from, from coal you can create it from methane etc etc but those uh, methods they're all dirty and they all produced emissions of course um, and interestingly, I found out when I did research, they're all colour-coded to different methods. They're all colour-coded like uh, care bears. Oh, You've okay. got brown, tu- turquoise, and blue. Now, green hydrogen, which is what we're talking about, is uh, made using renewable energy to power uh, the electrolysis of water. Both Meridian and Contact have um, hydro- hydroelectricity plants in the South Island, coincidentally.
0: Right, I mean, I feel like I've stepped back into a high school science class right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so why has this got people talking?
1: Well, there's a couple of factors that are kind of like circling this and they've come together. So we have TY Point, the TY Point aluminium smelter down sort of close to Bluff. Yeah. Uh, that uses a, a heck of a lot of New Zealand's electricity and energy. It uses a seventh of New mm-hmm. Zealand's energy. Rio Tinto, who owns and runs the plant, is due to, the smelter rather, is due to close in 2024. Um, that means there's uh, roughly around about a uh, uh, 1,000 jobs potentially could be lost, as well as uh, $400 million uh, uh, no longer going into the Southland economy. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing to think about is that uh, the government's been very strong on decarbonising the economy. They want to go 100% renewable energy um, right across the nation. So you have that kind of floating around. So Meridian and Contact are are really pushing this green um, hydrogen idea. They've got a flash website up um, pushing hydrogen energy. They've got video of the two CEOs talking up. And they commissioned, and this is kind of why it's been popped up in the news, they've commissioned a report by international consultants McKinsey and co that talk about the possible windfall for the Southland economy. Now they reckon that uh, there could be hundreds of construction jobs created and uh, hundreds of uh, ongoing jobs as well.
0: Right, yeah, so they, you've got the CEOs um, talking about it, you've got this Mm. report that's commissioned, Um, what is next for, like where to from here?
1: Right, yeah, so Meridian and Contact are calling for expressions of interest, they want potential partners to get in touch, Um, and there's a lot riding, I guess, on a couple of different things. It depends on the government. Now, the mm-hmm. government's been looking into a pumped hydro storage scheme, at like Onslow, and what would happen is that would wear into action during dry years when there's not enough water for hydro generation. Um, that isn't a particularly uh, popular thing with the energy sector. This uh, the scheme by Meridian and Contact. Uh, are kind of seen as as an alternative to that, okay. but there also is speculation that Rio Tinto might extend the life of the Ty Point smelter because of high aluminium prices. Um, but the very next thing that will happen is that uh, you know Meridian Contact, as part of their what they're calling their Southern Green Hydrogen Feasibility Study, there'll be two rem- two more reports from that out later this year.
0: Right, I see. So lots of technical terms being thrown mm, around yeah, here, um, yeah. and yeah we'll, we'll see what those two reports say when they come out but um the periodic table you've got me talking you know thinking about some other elements now <laughs> yeah. um and i've got i've got a story that also is related to elements
1: great uh, Late on us what have you got for us yeah so
0: just this morning bhp group um they announced that they're entering into a supply agreement with tesla okay So BHP is one of Australia's biggest mining companies. Um, It's listed on the ASX. It's actually one of the largest listed companies um, by market value. And so they produce various commodities um, like iron, copper, uranium and nickel. And that's the one that today's announcement is about.
1: Right. And we all know about Tesla, of course. That's the electric car manufacturer Mm -hmm. headed up by the one and only Elon Musk, who just, I don't know, just seems to play with Bitcoin a lot and Dogecoin. Mm Mm-hmm um sure why doesn't he like if he's got if he can influence you know you know the markets like he should just get into bean babies or something <laughs> don't you reckon
0: <laughs> well i don't know um, like, it'd be
1: nice if he could give like you know i don't know oh, yeah, i'm just really into salami and give the, the salami industry like a heads up give it a boost
0: yeah i, I, I don't know um but anyway this supply deal today um so, so what this is about is BHP is going to supply Tesla with nickel mm. from its Nickel West asset in Western Australia. Um, now, nickel is a key metal that's used to manufacture Tesla's battery technology. Um, and BHP, um, it's one of it says that it's one of the most sustainable and lowest carbon emission nickel producers in the world. Um, and BHP is described as being one of the world's leading sustainable energy companies. Right. Um so they said that they're delighted to sign the deal. Um, and that they actually expect demand for nickel and batteries to increase five hundred percent over the next decade um, to support the world's demand for electric vehicles.
1: Right. So did this come out of the just out of the blue today?
0: No. So Tesla said back in June that it expects to spend more than a billion dollars a year on battery raw materials from Australia. Um, given Australia's reliable mining industry and responsible production practices. um, There's also been a bit of a shift of Western car makers diversifying their supply chains um, to lessen their dependence on China.
1: Oh that's really interesting. But was that everything in the announcement today?
0: No, so on top of the supply agreement, BHP and Tesla said that they will work together on ways to make the battery supply chain more sustainable and to lower carbon emissions. So this will include um, focusing on the end-to-end raw material traceability and they're actually going to use blockchain for this.
1: Mm. Oh, good old blockchain.
0: And another thing they're going to do is um, promote the importance of sustainability in the resources sector.
1: So a beautiful, beautiful new relationship blossoming there between two big companies. What Mm -hmm. else was in the news today, Alice?
0: Yeah, so so earnings season in the US. Yeah! It's one of my favourite things to talk about at the moment. It you man. <laughs> yeah, they keep, they keep coming, they keep coming. So um, yesterday we talked about Netflix's latest results. We did, And yep. then um, when markets were open overnight in the US, um, overnight New Zealand time that is, Yeah. Um, we got some more reports. So one from Coca-Cola and then another, um, which is the company I want to talk about today, which is Johnson & Johnson. So
1: Johnson & Johnson, they're like uh, the skincare company, right? Yeah.
0: Um, So they do run a brand of Johnson & Johnson skincare products which we see on the shelves in supermarkets in New Zealand but there's a lot more to the company than that. Um, So they are a large company, they're listed on the New York Stock Exchange and they operate across three segments, so consumer products, pharmaceuticals and medical devices. Um, So their main focus is on products related to human health and wellbeing. Now, we, you may know some of the other brands, um, like Neutrogena, Aveeno, Clean & Clear, even Listerine. That's one of their I, brands. I did
1: not know that Listerine was a Johnson & Johnson thing.
0: Now you know. But um, one of the big things that they've been in the news for this year um, is their single-shot COVID-19 vaccine.
1: Absolutely. So what were the results today?
0: Well, they reported twenty. Uh, sorry, revenue of $22.3 billion Um, which was above what analysts were expecting and um, up 27% from last year. Now of that, the majority around $12.6 billion um, is from their pharmaceuticals business and then um, their medical device unit that was around about six point nine billion in revenue and then that consumer products division that made up the rest. So about three point seven billion.
1: Cool. But I wanna know the bottom line, how were the, airing, uh, the, how the were earrings the earrings? How were the earnings? I'm sure their earrings were fantastic and tasteful, but I want to know about their earnings.
0: Earnings. Um six point three billion dollars. So that's up seventy three percent from last year.
1: Cool. But how much was that was driven by their um, COVID nineteen vaccine?
0: So they said that global sales of the vaccine in the quarter were um, $164 million. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Johnson & Johnson said that it expects to sell $2.5 billion worth of its COVID-19 vaccine this year. So we're halfway through the year, um, got quarter three and quarter four to go now. Um, although actually just yesterday, um, research was released that... Um, has increased concerns over their vaccines' effectiveness against the Delta variant. Right. Um, now, it's worth noting that um, this research isn't yet peer-reviewed, um, but they came. This this research company came out to say that um, they think the Delta their vaccine is less effective against the Delta variant than the original virus right? but this is against what um, Johnson & Johnson have said um, earlier in the month they said that their vaccine showed strong and persistent results against the Delta variant um, and then they are currently doing more more of their own research on this and um, expect to release data in the following two
1: quarters Cool although well, this wasn't the first time that um, Johnson & Johnson was in the news this week I th- I thought I saw something about a big lawsuit
0: Yes, yeah, you'd be right. So yesterday, um, also they were in the news, um, it came out that three big US drug distributors and Johnson & Johnson uh, reached a $26 billion settlement in a court case. So um, that court case claimed that these companies helped fuel a deadly nationwide opioid epidemic. Um, And so of this settlement, Johnson & Johnson would pay $5 billion.
1: Right, thank you very much, Alice. Appreciate that. I forgot to ask at the start. Um, we were talking about neo pets last yesterday. Yeah,
0: we did. You told me to go away and get a neo pet. I
1: did. I did. I order you to get a neo You did. did
0: yeah, I? I think it's on the record. It was, um, a, it was a
1: friendly suggestion. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I so I did actually go and check out the Neopet website. Oh, you did. So they, they have like online accounts with games which was, you know, a key part of my childhood. Yeah. And and the website still looks the same. Unfortunately, I could not remember my login details, so it's not looking too bright for my former Neopets. Probably oh, a bit like my own. Oh my own.
1: god, you're like one of those people that've lost their um their uh, their uh, their uh, Bitcoin login. The details. Oh, I, I haven't
0: seen anything about that
1: Thank you so much Alice, appreciate it That was Thursday the 22nd of July You have been listening to Recap Again thank you Alice and thanks to everybody out there for listening in
0: um, So we will not be back tomorrow um, Sharesies has actually gifted us the day off mm. um, so that we can celebrate Matariki and reflect on the year.
1: We will be back on Monday Have a great evening wa. See you then